Heads up! Mike Walsh called from the top of Wrigley Field's bleacher seats. His cousin, Kate Hopkins, stood at the bottom, near the first row. It was three hours before the game, so the stadium was mostly empty. Mike fired a fastball down to Kate. She reached up to catch it, but the throw was high. The ball sailed straight into the outfield. Oh, no! Kate cried. Thwap! The ball bounced off the foot of Louis Lopez, the Chicago Cubs star center fielder. Oi! Louis exclaimed. What's that? Mike's freckled face blushed. Sorry, he called out. I was playing catch with my cousin. I threw the ball a little too high. Mike ran down the steps to where Kate stood by the short green wall that overlooked the outfield. Louis shook his head. More like a lot too high, he said with a smile. I know our fans like to throw the other team's home runs back, but this is the first time I've seen a fan throw his own ball onto the field. I guess I'm stronger than I knew, Mike said. He flexed his muscles, pretending to be a muscle man. Kate rolled her eyes. It's not about strength, she said. You're not going to make the major leagues if you can't aim better. Mike ignored her. He leaned over the outfield wall. Dark green ivy leaves covered the entire side. Where did it go? He asked Kate. Kate shrugged. Into the ivy, I think. Aunt Laura, can we come get my baseball? He asked Kate's mom. Mrs. Hopkins was standing in center field with Louis Lopez. Her short curly hair poked out from under a blue Cooperstown baseball cap. She wore a black messenger bag over her shoulder and scribbled notes on a pad. Not right now. I have to finish interviewing Louis by the time batting practice starts, Kate's mother said. You can get the ball when I'm done. Kate's mom was a reporter for the website American Sports. She was writing a story on Louis Lopez and the Cubs' recent winning streak. Mike, Kate, and Mrs. Hopkins had taken a train to Chicago from Cooperstown, New York, the day before. Mike and Kate lived down the street from each other in Cooperstown, near the Baseball Hall of Fame. They went to games with Kate's mom whenever they could. Cool, Mike said. Hey, Kate, did you notice the scoreboard yet? He pointed to the scoreboard. It was wedged into the back corner of the park, towering over rows of bleacher seats. It's huge, Mike said. I read that no one's ever hit a home run into it. They haven't, said a voice. Kate and Mike turned to see a man walking down the bleacher steps. He had a short black crew cut and wore a shiny blue Cubs warm-up jacket. I'm Paul Thomas, media director for the Cubs. Your mom wanted me to say hello he said. Mike's right. No home run has hit the scoreboard yet, but we get plenty of balls that disappear into the ivy down there. It's kind of weird that a baseball park has ivy growing all over the outfield wall, Kate said. Doesn't it mess up the players? Our players love the ivy. Wrigley Field just wouldn't be the same without it, Mr. Thomas said. P.K. Wrigley had the ivy planted and the scoreboard built in 1937. His family owned the Chicago Cubs. They also owned a big chewing gum company. That's why Wrigley Field has the same name as the gum. Then why don't home runs stick to the scoreboard, Mike asked. He winked at Kate. Get it? Gum? Stick? Ouch, that's bad, Mr. Thomas said. You'll have to let me chew on that for a while. Kate groaned. Okay, enough.
Mr. Thomas held up his hands in surrender. Your mother's almost done with her Louis Lopez interview. I'll take you to the field. 